G'day everyone, welcome to another episode of Baggers Chat. Um, it's it's good vibes, it's good vibes around the Carlton Football Club currently and um, we're previewing the game against the Saints. So how, how are you feeling, Pato, um, just initially about the game? Yeah, Daff, uh, feeling, feeling I reckon I'll say confident most week. I'm feeling confident, of yeah. course, like we should, we yeah. should win, realistically we should win. St Kilda aren't in the greatest form where probably played the greatest game of the season last week. So I think we yeah. should get the win. We should be favourites. I think we are favourites. We should be. But um, yeah, I think I'm confident, but it's once again, as I, as I mentioned last episode, it's just a little bit of a danger game, but um, we'll see how we go. <laughs> yeah. And I think um, oh, there was a lot, a lot talked about today um, just between me and other Carlton fans just saying that St Kilda probably need to respond. Um, but will their response be good enough to beat us? We'll have to see, but I think they'll have to respond. And I think they're solid when they get going. Um, but I think we, we, should, we should get the job done. But we'll get into more depth about this. Um, last time we met, so it was an interesting game. I think it was round 18 last year. Charlie's return game. Uh, I think he kicked one from 50, one stepper. Um, no crowd, which is, you know, that last part of the year was pretty depressing, really. Just the way we were playing and um, no crowds. And it was just, it was, footy was just not fun to watch at that time. So... Um, and I think we won probably five goals. I think there was a, it was pretty easy. Like yeah. it was like that year, I think. Yeah, that's right. It was just a weird game. Because <laughs> I, like, I, I think it was, it was when we were out of lockdown. Because I know that I went to the, I went to the city to watch the game. I can actually remember. Yeah, yeah. I can remember going yeah. to the city to watch the game, but we weren't allowed to have crowds in. So I think it was like yeah. around the time when we were out of lockdown, but they were just being a little bit safe of having crowds back in like other games, which is fair enough. But, um, but, yeah, it was a weird game because we were just absolutely <laughs> shocking for, like, three or four weeks prior. And then yeah. we won that game. I think we, lost to, I think we lost to North the week before. And Gold Coast. And Gold Coast? Was that the game? Gold Coast is the week after. Week yeah. after. Yeah, yeah. So, we won. We beat St. Kilda. And then all of a sudden, we went back to shit. So, it was mm. just like... And then, and then we lost to Port by, like, 189 points or something. <laughs> and then we lost to, to the Giants. Oh, just... Oh, man. I oh, know, mate, but I'm just glad we're starting to see some hope, mate. Just start. Yeah, yeah, well, I think our wins are very different compared to last year's wins. Last year's were, I don't know, they were just just based off individual, you know, talent really, not systems. So we can move past that shit. We'll, we'll look forward to, um, to to more wins, hopefully. Um, but we'll, we'll move on to our favourite Blues Saints memory. Um, there's been a few cracking games actually against the Saints over the last, probably in our era, you know, the, the you know, the 2000s and 2010s and recent kind of decade. What, what's your, what's your favourite Blues memory, Saints Blues memory? Yeah, I'm not too sure. I mean, there's actually a few like with Andrew Walker dominating um, yeah. that yeah. blue, blue, yeah. um, the blue Guernsey. But I don't know why it always comes to mind when we play against St. Kilda. And it was when Eddie Betts kicked that goal. I think it was 2004, yes. 2006. When he keeps like left foot. 2006. 2006 left foot banana. Yep, yep. And, and I can recall got... where I was. Because yeah. I wasn't at the game. This is, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. when, I don't know how I remember. I was walking through Crown Casino or something when I was like tiny. Not the actual <laughs> casino. I wasn't getting on the pokies. Right. But, but I don't know. And I was watching on the TV or whatever at some pub. And I just remember watching that goal. That's the one memory from like that long ago. Yeah. Um, it's just, it always stuck in my head. But yeah, continue, mate. 
But like spot on, it was just a memory that like because I don't even remember. I like I think other than we were that, losing probably like, probably like forty. Yeah, we were down. Yeah, and we were getting yeah we were getting slaughtered, weren't we? Like we were getting absolutely <laughs> smashed. And the next minute, I think like other than that memory, I think like the other kids' memory I had was like Fev kicking eight against Essendon. So I don't know why, but that always stuck into my mind. Yeah. And it, like good that Eddie Betts was because that was when he wasn't really much of a name, and he was starting to grow in when he kicked that left foot. Checks, I think it was a check side, but yeah, just sensational, sensational goal. And I don't know if that was nominated for goal of the year or not. It probably was nominated, but I don't think it won goal of the year. But um, that was a pretty good memory. Yeah, that is one of those. And one of the memory, well, the memory for me is um, walks kicking the winning goal against St Kilda on a Monday night because we yeah. used to verse on a Monday night every year, and we were in the light blue strip. And <laughs> I remember I was right behind. I think I was on level level three, right behind the goal. I'm like shit myself i didn't watch the kick i was so nervous yeah i could not watch the kick and i just heard the crowd roar and i was just going off like i was a little tanker i was probably nine years old or something yeah going off um <laughs> that year we were pretty good too like pretty yeah. decent so, um when yeah year was that? The, 2011. 2011 yeah because that was when walks was playing full forward yeah yeah what a player what a player he was. He'd play yeah. any role in play. Um, oh, mate. Yeah, hopefully uh, Friday night uh, brings back, brings more memories um, against the Saints. So um, we'll move on here. We'll just uh, move on to our agenda. What are your honest opinions on St Kilda and how's, how, how do you reckon from your personal view their season is going? It Very, very on and off. Very hot yeah. and cold. Arguably the probably most hot and cold team. Like They can yeah. beat a team like Geelong um, that they, I think they beat and I think they beat Richmond as well. I don't know why that comes to mind, but they beat yeah, Richmond. Yeah, 10 goals. 10 goals. And they smacked them. And I'm like, it's just very hard to read. And I'm telling you, I was talking to a mate today at work. This is the type of game that St Kilda will show up for. And this is the type <laughs> yeah. of game that last year's Carlton would lose. So that's yeah. why I'm just a little bit nervous. I still think we are completely a changed team, changed yeah. side, changed club. Yes. Everywhere. So that's why I'm just a little bit. I'm. I've just got a little bit like as as you say, probably most ways, a little bit of PTSD, just a little yeah. bit nervous. But we should be fine. We should be fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Personally, I agree. I think they're hot and cold. I think most years they're pretty hot and cold. I kind yeah. of feel bad for their supporters because I think they've been hot and cold since their first premiership and only premiership. So they're just one of those sides. They're never on on. Yeah. I think apart from probably that era where they had, um, you know, Rewaltz and Goddards and probably 09, yeah. uh, um, 2010, 2011, around there when they were really, really good. And they probably should have won a flag around there. But since then, they've just been, well, either really terrible, but when they're, they're never up. They're, yeah. never, they're never up, yeah. up, you know, top four. They're always just lurking around the eight. They're always, yeah. well, a few weeks ago, they were talking about being a top four team and then they dropped game to Essendon and, you know, that, that stuff, that, that's, that's killing, that kills supporters, yeah. that stuff. But um, where where do you reckon where do you reckon they'll finish um by round twenty three? I I don't reckon they'll make the eight. I generally don't think they make the eight. They they had their chance, as you said. Yeah. If you lose to Essendon, you don't deserve to make five. <laughs> like Essendon, of course, in twenty twenty two, isn't the Essendon that we've really known, like the red hot Essendon that we've kind of known. But obviously, yeah. they would probably be the first to say that they haven't been themselves this year. So to lose to Essendon like that, with the type of football that they were playing. And it's not like they've been playing great. Like, yes, they no. beat West Coast and they beat St Kilda, but they just haven't... Yeah, St Kilda, I, I just don't know. So I don't know if they deserve really to make finals because there's other teams like Collingwood, and I hate to say it, 
but Collingwood's yeah. Collingwood are yeah. a better side than St Kilda. Richmond yeah. are, are are a better side, side than St Kilda. Sydney yep. have shown on the weekend that they're a better side than St Kilda. Like 60, <laughs> yeah. 61 points or sixty two points. Like come on, yep. like mm-hmm. you can't if, if you're losing to an, a fellow top eight side by sixty points. I not think good. that tells you that you're not good enough. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think you can't blow games against Essendon um, who've won two games this year. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just, they're just frustrating, as I said, for their fans. Like, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, feel bad all the time for them, but, like, there's a certain point where it's like, fuck, did you, just, did you really want to just bottom out and just rebuild or do you want to actually hit, yeah. you know, the track really hard and hit, win a premiership? Yeah. They're just working around six to tenth every yeah. year you never know when like 2020 they made it but yeah. then it was like the next year they were crap again it was just yeah. like what do you want to do what what are you yeah and like and one thing about that is how they always get kind of top up players to to <laughs> kind of be that premiership side like i think why did they got yeah. crouch hill um higgins butler all all the same season like season or across like three or four seasons but they got right out like they got all these guys in so they have no yeah. excuses and then mm. they kind of give up all their draft picks to really get a genuine <laughs> first round pick. I don't know. But um, yeah, it's a very, very interesting one, Duff. Yeah, and I think, you know, even those gets, they're very questionable. Very questionable. Like, do they really need a 34-year-old Ruckman when they've got a Rowan Marshall? But yeah. this isn't Saints chat. We'll leave that to Saints Fan TV. I think that's their main channel, which are which are pretty good with content yeah. and that's so. If you're a Saints supporter watching and you have not seen them, check them out. Um, who is a threat for us on Friday night, Pato? I think St Kilda-wise, it has to be Steel. It has to be Steel. For them, it has to be Harry Mackay. Like, it, they they can't... I think they can probably hold a Charlie Kerno, but Harry Mackay is a different breed. I, I don't mm. know if they can... I don't know if they have... The they can't take them both. They can't, they can't take them both. So it's either yeah. or, but I personally think that they can, like, if they really want to put Charlie Kono away, they can. If they really try and put McCoy away, I personally don't think they can do that. Like, Wilkie going on, I mean, we will touch it on a little bit later, but certain players like a Wilkie might go on McCoy. Come on. I think, I think it's a big chance for either McCoy or Charlie to get a bag. Yeah, especially, well, this season there's been a common, you know, you know, the, the, our forwards are in form at Marvel Stadium. I think, you know, especially Charlie, he's been kicking, I think he hasn't kicked under three goals at Marvel this year. So including bags of five, six and four on the weekend, I believe, four or yeah. five on the weekend. So, yeah. yeah, for me, yeah, threat for us, probably steal. But then you look at him, he came into the side last week and they lose by 60. So yeah. it's like, you know, is it what is the problem at St Kilda? But um, for me, I think if we let, Max King off the hook a little bit. Um, he, he can be a threat. I think Lewis Young will can do a job on him, but we just got to be we just got to be wary because you know Young he's been fantastic and we just can't um, just think he can just dominate a, a guy who's you know rated very highly and according to Adam Cooney he's going to be the best um, player in five years, which you know we don't believe. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting, and I just think you know is I think it's more on us putting pressure yeah. on them. I think yeah. we've got more threats than they do, yeah. um, which, which is which is a positive. We'll move on to the potential inclusions. What are your potential inclusions, Pato? Oh, mate, I'm going to put my Vossi hat on. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, like, it's very stiff on the man. I love him. You know, I love him. But Jesse Motlop, I, I, yeah. 
I just don't think he's just, yeah, I, I'm going to drop him. Um, I think I would love to see him, like I mentioned, most players, but have a Josh Honey sort of um, few weeks, stalker from last year, Dow like he's doing now, absolutely tear down the door and mm. pretty much earn your right to get back into the side, which I reckon he's definitely up to because he's only 19, 18, whatever, like however yeah. old he is. It's his first year. So I reckon I would, I, it's good that he's gotten his experience. So I think he can always yep. build from that. But um, also, obviously, with um, Jordan Boyd, I think it's very stiff on him because he was actually starting to play some really good footy. So I very think good. it's quite yeah. unfortunate on him. But um, I think it's a fractured foot, which we'll mention a little bit um, later. But um, a fractured foot, it was very unfortunate, like very mm. stiff on the guy. So I feel actually quite bad for him because he was actually starting to get some really good football under his belt. And especially since actually being recruited from the mid-season draft from the yeah. um, Footscray Dogs. Um, yeah, it's very stiff. But I'm bringing in the big Adam Chera if he's available. I think all reports are saying that he will be yep. um, available. Yeah, he trained, yep. trained today, full training. Um, full he training. had some strapping on his on his knee, which wasn't the issue. It was a hammy, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was a hammy tightness or something like that. So yep. no, he trained fine. Um, yep. you, you know, he's using both legs, kicking. He didn't look like he held back. Yeah, um, which yeah, is good. a positive sign, I think, sometimes. So yeah, yep, continue, Matt. Yeah, no, but like, well, like I think that's always good because I think it's all like, especially with those last few days before selection, you want to make sure that you can try and test your body as much as yeah. you can, and not and not have that at the back of your head saying, "Oh, I don't want to go too far, like too hard." Because the worst thing to do is five minutes into Friday night, and he feels a little bit weird and be like, "Oh, okay." Also, my other guy is Matty Owies. Not sure about this. I was actually about to ask you about this, Daffy Boy, but. Um, I always love his energy and I think that yeah. is a big, um, it's a big way to kind of get the crowd and also the team up and about. So I think he would be a pretty good inclusion. What's your thoughts on always coming in? Yeah, I, I don't mind it. But for me, um, he was training away from the main group as well t- today. And um, I think it was him, Cripper, and I'm not sure who else it was, but um, I think he's just got a bit of a, you know, I think it was a calf. Was it a calf? Yeah, yeah calf, calf. Yeah. So I think it's more, you know, precautionary and see if he can come come up for the game. I hope he does. I think he, I think he will come into the side if uh, Morlock does come out. But it'll be interesting, and I, ho- I hope he's fit. But I don't want to risk him. I, yeah. I want him playing later in the year because I think he he could be a big player come come September. Spot on, absolutely spot on. So um, who um who um are you bringing out in Indaf? I'll, I'll pass the Vossi out to you, mate. <laughs> yeah, the Boston hat is, is on, mate. Um, for me, obviously, Ches um, tr- trained fantastic today, considering he's, you know, been out the last few weeks. And Hammy's a very touchy eye, um, you know, different to a kind of a knee injury or something. Just muscles are a bit tougher to recover from, and especially mentally, um, yeah. not thinking about an injury like that, um, like you touched on before. But for me, I think... Um, with Boyd coming out um, with the fractured foot, I think Stock comes in. I think he's been the last probably month or so in the twos, um, really earned the right to play. Um, once a, once an injury or form drop, and obviously Boydy being injured, I think that's a straight swap. I think as a collective, I think the structure Vossi has been going with is, you know, next man up and that's position wise too. Like you're not gonna like we I think we've been talking about in heaps of episodes, you know, you know, Eclipse it goes out, you're not gonna bring in Jesse Motlock. Yeah. You know, it's it's gotta be a relative position. Um, and it, it's worked out pretty well. Um, so obviously them two in and then Motlop, I think I think he's just a t- not off, but not 
AFL like ready every week. And he, he's 18. He's got plenty, exactly. plenty of time. And I think, you know, if he's called upon in a final or something to come in, I'm not going to be worried about that. I really like the way he goes about it. Um, even though he didn't have much of the ball on the weekend, every touch he had was impactful. And you could show the forward craft he's, you know, learnt over a short period of time with the forward coaches is, is, is superb. I'm um, working with, you know, small forwards like Durden, who's good mates with him and, and Owies. And they're not, we don't have experienced small forwards, but they seem experienced. You know, like, I think people aren't really talking about that enough. Um, but, and also Boydie out, which is, which is a shame. He's um, been a, one of our many stories this year, um, playing local footy in 2019, actually, um, for Spotswood. And then he thought his career was done, um, got dropped from the ones at Spotswood because he went to a music festival midweek because he wow. thought, he thought, you know, what's the point? I'm not going to play AFL footy, which is, you know, fair enough at, at some point. And then actually got a tryout at Footscray, um, did a tryout there and then got a spot on their list. Didn't play, he didn't play the first few weeks and then he played and now he's playing for Carlton. And oh, I think he's been superb, to be honest. Yeah. I like the way he goes about it. By foot, he's, he's fantastic. He has the will of, he's just hungry. Yeah. It shows that he's he's taken the opportunity, yeah. that you know, small opportunity that he's yeah. got and fucking, he's been fantastic. I think he that earns a contract for him, and hopefully he comes back finals time, which we, which would be good. So, and Medi Sub um, said as I reckon, um, yeah. said as a pet Medi Sub, yeah. just in case a halfback goes out or a forward, he can kind of fill a few voids, but yeah. specifically the midfield. Yeah, yeah, absolutely spot on. I think yes, and then like mine said it as well, and like I think you said it perfectly there. I just think with Setterfield especially. I don't know if like a Fogarty or a Motlop, I don't, I, just, I don't like having those players in medical sub. Like I rate them both, absolutely love them with a passion. But yeah. Setterfield is more that guy. Like if and always does go out, you can shuffle them around and you can bring in Setterfield maybe, or you can yeah. and say as you said, like even if maybe touch wood, but hopefully if Nick Newman gets injured, you can kind of shuffle maybe like a Lockie O'Brien and go back and Will Setterfield go on the wing. Like, like we can work that yeah. around with like, Will Setterfield yeah. being a medical sub, but um. Let's, let's get into the key matchups, Daffy Boy. Yep, key matchups as always. A lot of research going into these. Um, <laughs> but we, we touched on, um, you know, St Kilda's team at the start of the video. Touched on a few threats um, and a few and a few key players for them. One of their key players, um, obviously a key defender in, in Callum Wilkie, um, who's I, I don't really know what he is. Is he is he elite? Is he good? I think he's okay. I think he goes alright. He's serviceable. Maybe that's the word for him. Um, but he he's going to have to take Harry or Charlie. I think it'll be Harry. I think yeah. Battle will take Charlie. Um, and, geez, if you look at that, you look at those two matchups, oof, we really need to just win the ball out of the middle, and I think we'll be fine. Yeah. Um, what, what are your thoughts on this matchup? How do you, how do you reckon Harry will go against a, a defender who I think he's solid? I think he's he's solid for his height. Like, I don't think he's... He's probably undersized. Obviously, Harry's, you know, massive, but I think he, he's, he's serviceable. Yeah. Off, yeah. You couldn't really say any better just because I think <laughs> Wilkie, like, I know that we have a certain uh, uni made Daffy boy that uh, that kind of rates the big Wilkie, uh, Marky Woods. So I think, <laughs> well, I think Wilkie, no, of course, I, uh, it's tough because I don't watch a lot of St. Kilda. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I don't want to, and quickly, I don't want a Larky moment. Like, I rate him. I actually rate him. Exactly. I'm not saying bad at all. He's not bad yeah. at all. Yeah, he's he's playing AFL right. He's a defender, key back, plays every yeah. week. Yeah. Um, and I think he was almost all Australian last year or the year before, which surprised me. But we'll move on. Was yep. he? Where were you? Yeah, twenty twenty. I think 
Well, the Saints thought they were, the, they were going to win the flag in 2020. Yeah. But um, continue, mate. <laughs> moving on, moving on. But um, yeah, no, I think, yeah. I, it, as I said, I don't watch a lot, like enough St. Kilda games. So I think yeah. um, definitely by looking at these two names, Wilkie, I know who Cam Wilkie is. So I, of course, he's a solid defender. I've heard a lot about him. I've heard that he's had, having a great season, but I've heard that a lot by St. Kilda fans. So that's a thing. Like, yes, you might be playing on... Um, I know, like, I don't know if he was playing on, on like a Peter Wright, but even if he was, but a lot of like forwards that he's playing on might not be the type yeah. of player like Harry Mackay or a Charlie Curtis. So it's going to be interesting to see how Wilkie goes against Mackay. But yeah, as you said, I think looking at these two names and especially Battle v Curtis, if that happens, I think if we win it out of the middle, I think we're going to have a good chance to win. Yeah, and I think that's based off of um, Saturday's game. We just want, we just, Bullied him in the middle, Freo. Yeah. So hopefully, I think we can bully St Kilda, but um, it'll be interesting. Obviously, they're going to respond. So we've got to expect that. And, you know, it could be a tight one. But we'll move on every single year. This is the matchup everyone talks about, especially when we were complete, utter dog shit. And it's Cripper <laughs> against Jack Steele. They've had some matchups. I think Steele used to tag him uh, before Steele was like a superstar. And now he's he's really coming to his own, and uh, he's he's a fantastic um, leader for them and and player for them. He's by far their best player. Yeah. Um, just being able to work inside and outside, very similar to a to a, to a Walsh actually. Um, can can those mids that can go inside and outside they hurt teams because yeah. they can use the ball by foot and and also go in and get the hard ball. But what do you reckon about this matchup? Yeah, I reckon Steels probably would be. He he would it would be the first one to kind of say that he kind of modeled modeled his game off Cripper because I reckon with Steele like I've rated him for years even when he was starting to tag Cripper I'm like yeah why wouldn't you unleash him and actually put him in the midfield and start playing as like a thirty disposal player and as soon as they started to do that yep look what happened like he was probably one of the favorites last year to win the Brown Brownlow like, if he was actually playing this year like he he was one of my picks to probably get up there along with Walsh and yeah. Cripper so. I think that like he's a he's a fantastic player, as you said. So it's going to be interesting to see how Steele responds, especially from last week having that one game back. That yeah. kind of makes me a little bit nervous. So I think Cripper is definitely up to it, but also it's going to be interesting to see how Steele goes because as soon as he starts to get a lot of the ball, he's dangerous. Yeah, and I think it's going to be around the midfield again. I know every game we talk about it, how it's got to be the mids, but especially against a team like St Kilda, you don't want them getting a run because when they get a run on, they, especially at Marvel, they, they tend to get on run-ons when they're going, when they're yeah. going, and hopefully they're not going at all on, on Friday night. But, yeah, personally, I think Cripper can and can take him. And um, it's more about being able to not worry about steel, but just being able to just not let those, you know, Seb Rosses have big games and, these other midfielders. Because if Steele might just have a ripping game and you can't stop that. But if you can stop the impact of every other midfielder, we'll be fine. Um, so we'll move on uh, to the Ruck, Teddy K. He, he's been enormous, I think, this year. And his growth is, what is he, 22? That's ridiculous. He's one of the most informed Ruckman, in my opinion, um, just based on the way he goes about it around the ground. He's moving around like a, like a, like a six-foot-two midfielder. Um, for me... And the Saints have a good ruck combo. And I think Ryder was rested last week, which was one of the most ridiculous calls I've ever seen after a bye. Yeah. Um, he was managed. Managed. Yeah. So I think they're kind of the same thing, but come on. 
But, um, yeah, Saints fans weren't very happy with that. Um, and Marshall, I think, just signed a five-year deal Yeah. Um, the Saints. So that's a, that's a big deal Yeah. Um, for the Saints. I'll rate him, but he just needs to stay in the park for mine. I think he gets injured a little bit. He's a bit injury-prone. Yeah. Um, what, what do you reckon about this matchup? Yeah, I think it will be... It will be a big test for TDK just because of how... Because if Ryder comes back, I think there's talks that he will come back. So they're two very good Ruckman. Very good Ruckman. And I don't think TDK's really had this sort of test before. Him and Silvani up against two... Like Marshall, I rate so highly. Seriously, I reckon he's, got, he's probably on the verge of becoming one of the best Ruckman in the comp. Seriously. And Ryder, we all know how good Ryder is. So I'm nervous about this. I reckon this is where it could probably Yeah, no, seriously. Like I reckon like of course TDK, he's he's been terrific and this is probably his biggest test for and, and of course it will be up to a up to it. But when these guys are on, this is when Sakura play well. And I'm saying yeah. that right now. So that's why I mean, obviously I'm not gonna say that these guys are gonna absolutely dominate and win the game, but if they start to get a roll on, if uh, big Paddy Ryder kicks five goals, three Daffy Boy. I'll be a little bit nervous, but um, nah, I think TDK, and especially with Sauce, with his um, unique sort of ruck style, um, playing as, as that fourth midfielder, I think it will be, be a test for, um, especially for Ryder. Um, I don't think he can keep up, keep yeah. up with Sauce, but um, also with TDK playing against Ryder and Marshall, it will be interesting to see, but um, what's your thoughts, mate? I, I think I, I back um, TDK a lot here. Um, I think Marshall is young as well. I think he's around the same age-ish, probably maybe a year or two older. I think he's a little bit older, uh, yeah. Tommy. Um, I just feel like the, so their rucks, when they're not going, that's when it hurts them, um, the Saints. Like, they just tend to be, you know, drifting around, not doing much around the ground. I think Marshall's good. With, both of them are good when they go forward, but it's more about the work they do when they're actually in the ruck. Yeah. Um, and I think and TDK can hurt them by doing that Um, because, you know, they might win the hit outs, um, but if our mids, uh, you know, like we did on the weekend, use those hit outs from the opposition to our advantage, then it's going to hurt them. So uh, I think TDK can do it, but um, that will be interesting. The last matchup, Lewis Young, I think this is going to be his last week without his partner in crime in Jacob Wiedering against big uh, Max King, who... um, he, he's a talent. I, I rate him very highly. I just think he's struggled the last few weeks, but oh, we can't we can't underestimate uh, underestimate him. Sorry uh, about that. But um, what, what do you reckon about this matchup? Pato? Yeah, mm. I think it's good that you said actually there, like how it's kind of your partner in crime because we've been saying that about Jones and Wendry for the past three years, and that just shows yeah. how seamlessly Young has just come into this <laughs> side, and he's just been. He's pretty much being put under the pressure to be the next Liam Jones. And I see taking it with both hands, or should I say one hand as in a spoiled Daffy boy, because my word, I reckon he's, he's probably leading. I reckon he'll get the most spoils out of everyone in any, any era in the next two games. <laughs> and I reckon this week he'll get about 25,000 spoils. Week after he'll get 19,130. So I think, um, yeah, I think, I mean, obviously, to be serious, I think King's a pretty good player. Um, as uh, I think, who was it who mentioned? Um, I think it was Cooney. Yeah, yeah, Cooney. He was saying a little bit about how King might be one of, if not the best player, um, alongside Connor Rosie, Daffy Boy. So uh, it will be interesting <laughs> to see what happens. But um, I think Young um is definitely up to it. I think he's been in the best form of his of his career by far. But um, what's your thoughts, mate? 
I think um, without the way we're uh, our back six is playing, just the overall eighteen on the field defensively, I think we can stop a king um, as a as a collective helping young and obviously setting up well, you know, covering leading lanes and stuff like that. You know, you know, if, if they're getting an inside 50, a, a dock can cut off and hit it in front or just being able to block because he leads at the footy very well, yeah. King. I think if he can just, you know, cover that off because I think if it's in the air on his on top of his head, I think Young, he can, he can cover that. But once it's out in front, I think it's very similar with Harry Mackay. Um, he, he can take marks both ways because he's a superstar, but he, he predominantly likes it in front. You know, when you bullet pass to the chest. So um, it will be interesting. I like King. I like the way he goes about it. But um, hopefully he stays out of form um, on Friday night. <laughs> we'll go back to you, mate, for, of course, the uh, match predictions. Yep. So match predictions. Um, I'll, I'll go straight back to you, Pato. Just a bit of a forehand down the line. Back to you, mate. What's your uh, predictions for the match <laughs> against St. Kilda? Yeah. So some would say optimistic. I don't reckon it's I don't reckon it's um, optimistic compared to, compared to yours, mate. But um, we'll see. But, um, we'll see. We'll see. But um, but uh, honestly, I've gone first goal, Harry McKay. I think they said the exact same thing last week. Um, I reckon if he can get running, um, if Wilkie does go to him, I reckon Harry McKay will um be up and running with that first goal. Um, of course, best on ground. I've gone Cripper again. I, I, it's very hard to go against go against Walshy, but it's also oh, I don't really want to go for Walshy, so I want to change it up. I reckon Cripper. Oh, he's he's not really yeah. had the Cripper sort of performance for a couple of weeks, so I would love to see him just dominate. If he gets running, I reckon St Kilda can stop him. I think the only option is Steele tagging him, and if we can get Steele to tag Cripps, we pretty much won the game. We pretty much yeah. won the game. So, <laughs> So, and then also, of course, my margin is Blue Baggers by 33 points. I know that a certain mate of mine, Barney, would be pretty pissed at me for saying that because he'll be like, oh, no, he's been optimistic again. But we'll move back to you, mate, because uh, what's your tips? Yeah, well, to be honest, we've been optimistic all year and we've been right most of the time. So um, last week, I was only five points off the margin. So um, if you want tips on the game, just chuck us a DM. Yeah. Um, Nah, joking. But for me, <laughs> first goal, Charlie Kerno. Um, Marvel is Carlton's fortress and and Charlie Kerno's fortress. Um, he's kicked, I don't know how many, I've lost count of how many fucking bags of goals he kicked there, yeah. uh, <clears throat> including a seven a few years ago against the Dogs. Dogs. Got Sammy Walsh, best on ground. He is the best player at the football club. He, he is the best player we have right now. And that is that shows how good he is. Because we've got so many stars. Like today, you, you just realise how many superstars we have around. The game. I think we're spoiled. We yeah. are. We yeah. have it, like this year, especially some players. The, what the growth of players. Like people have been saying, if you just get every player improve by five percent at least, the club will fucking rise. And what's happened? Exactly. Players get better five percent, ten percent better as a collective, and it works. Growing, uh, yeah. Yeah, while she best on ground, I think he will kill the Saints. I think he will slaughter them uh, inside and out. And the Blue Baggers, I'm going a heavy margin. I think we're due, we're due to go a 40-50. Um, the Blue Baggers by 47 points, Mitchell. Mate, I reckon, I, like, of course, I will be cheering on the Baggers. Like, I'll be like, come on, please get close to Daffy's score. Please get close to Daffy's score. <laughs> but also, if it's about two or three points, 
with five minutes to go, I'll be like, shit. <laughs> I'll, I'll, be, I'll be a little bit nervous. But of course, we, of course, we have to be optimistic. I think realistically, I think it's probably in our right to be optimistic, especially yeah. how we've played the past, oh, like especially last week and how St Kilda have been playing the past couple of weeks. So I think it's in our right to kind of just be up and about. Um, let's be real. We haven't experienced this. So I think it's kind of yeah. like we kind of can be optimi- like optimistic, optimistic about it. But if we do lose on the weekend... Um, yeah, it's going to be... I, I don't know how to see it because I... The same as last week how I saw, saw the game against Fremantle, I don't see us losing. I don't see us losing. Yeah. So, of course, this clip yeah. might then <laughs> be cut after the game where we do lose. <laughs> I don't see us losing because... Yeah, I get that, like, your perspective on a game. You're more yeah. thinking about we, how are we going to lose the game exactly. rather than... How, like, you know, every week last yeah. year, you'd go, how the hell are we going to win? Yeah. Rather than, ha- now I'm thinking, how the hell are we going to lose? How are we going to lose? How are we going to lose this game? Yeah. Like, and I, just... Yeah. And I purely think that would be down to the, to the structure. Yes, it is. I trust the structure. I trust these players. Yeah. When, when, um, <clears throat> when Zach Fisher goes for the ball, Durden's back. So yeah. if he goes up, Durden's still back. You've got Harry Mackay. If they go into the back line, Lewis Young is the last person on, on the back line. And then even if he's not, Nick Newman's there. Yep. So it's just stuff like that. Like even Lockie Plowman, who we haven't mentioned all like all episode, he he's another guy that will be down there. So it's just stuff like that. Like, I, like I'm, very, I'm very excited to see how our structure will go, but I'm also like very wary just to know how St Kilda can actually go because this pretty much for them, it's now or never. If they want to yep. make the top eight, it's now or never. But how good would it be a statement win, as you said, a 47-point win over St Kilda, playing a never-say-die sort of game, yep. and we can beat them by 47? We've made a statement. You can't ask for much more. We beat, yep. by, we beat Fremantle. We beat St yep. Kilda, a team who is meant to be, I mean, I wouldn't say top four, but they've, as I said, they're playing for their lives at the moment. So yep. if they don't win this game, they, they're not making the eight. That's how I see it. So if we can yep. beat them and we beat them by a bit, helps our percentage for top four, but also Saints are out of the eight. Yeah, yeah. And personally, if we win by a point, I'm happy. I'll just yeah. take a win yeah. um, every week. I think a win's, you know, more... Well, it's not more important, but, you know, just, just get the win. Just get the yeah. win, get it done, get the four points, get the fuck out of there and move on to yeah. West Coast. But... Oh, I'm, I'm wary every week. In the back of my head, 5% of my brain goes, it's clawing, it's going, oh, there's something about this game. But yeah. last week had that bit of feeling as well. Yeah. I think leading into the game, I didn't feel as much pressure just due to us being the underdogs. But us being favourites, it just has this, there's this certain thing that's clawing at me. And I don't know what it is, yeah. but I'm confident at the same time. which It's weird. It's a very yeah. weird feeling right now. I'm confident. We'll get the job done, I think. Yeah. But um, for me, it's just, you know, when we're going to win because it's the way we play. Like, if you if we're dominating through the middle, like we did in the first quarter versus Freo, even though we were losing, I knew we were going to break through and kick goals. I knew it. Like, exactly. I knew it's going to happen. These guys are finding, like, they have that hunt. 
you know, like they don't go, oh, we we didn't take our chances that quarter. Oh, we're going to be fucked and then lose the game. They do it and they, just, they think, fuck, if we just keep doing this, we'll break the door open. And and if that could happen against the Saints. We could be down at halftime. We could be down at three-quarter time. Yeah. But if we're just knocking on the door, we'll get there. But um, yeah. I think we'll get there. For VFL, no no game this week, which is, which is weird. I think um, they had a buy very recently too. Um, the VFL, so it's a bit of a shame. I'm sure they'll play some sort of um, scratch match against maybe uh, another another team or, or or something like that. I think they did that for the last buy, so yeah. hopefully they get some run in their legs. But um, other than that, do you have anything else to uh, touch on for the game, Pato? Yeah, like I think with the VFL game, I think it's a good chance, even if they do a scratch match, because you give guys I paid out. If Liam Stock is not playing, you have him another chance to really get going. Um, Jesse Motlop, if he gets dropped, to go back into the side and really start to work on his craft, like all these guys. So I think, I mean, like Murkov, as we mentioned as well, like if he can dominate again, he can absolutely tear down the door. Seriously, you can't really not look at a seven-foot player who's absolutely tearing down the door. So I think, yeah, like as you said, it's weird. It's weird that they that they are playing a game like, uh, well, like of course it's a buy, but yeah, like I feel like we just had one. So that's why yeah. it's um, quite unusual. But um, yeah, other than that, mate, um excited um for friday night are you going yep sure am mate yep marvel yeah. stadium um 750 so i think will be an interesting game i mean as we said pretty much a whole episode i'm still like we're confident of course we're confident we have to be confident we are yeah. confident but it's just purely down to how i think as you said if we're getting 19 inside 50s in the first quarter once again I know, and I know this for a fact, they're going to stick to that for the next three quarters. The other team, won't, yeah. it doesn't matter who it is. They won't yeah. be able to keep up. They won't be able to keep up. And, yeah, and for me, it's like, I know there's going to be a five, 10 minute patch where we keep four goals. Yeah. When's that going to come? Yeah. You know, when is it going to come? Yeah. It's, it's happened every single game. Exactly. Even the games you lose. Yeah. We have little patches, 10 minute patch against Richmond. Yeah. We almost won the fucking game and we yeah. were terrible all game. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, obviously that was a frustrating game. Yeah. But like, you know, we've got our five, 10 minute patch where we, it's just like scoring, scoring. Like against Sydney, that second quarter, I think it was the first 10, 15 minutes, we just obliterated them. Yeah. Like just yeah. smashed them. Yeah. When's that going to come? You go, fuck, as a Saints fan, you go, fuck it, when are they going to do it? How are we going to be able to stop the flow of goals? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, we've, we've, we've pretty much touched on a lot of things here. It's been a, a quite an insightful um, episode. It's a very interesting match. Big game for the Saints. Big game for us, I think. I think we yeah. can knock off the Saints. I think top four aspirations are really on. I think they're yeah. really on. Considering, especially next week against the Eagles, it won't be easy over there. But, yeah. um, you know, I think we, if we get the job done here, and then we've got, a, you know, I think we've got West Coast. Uh, Geelong Giants, Adelaide. So you probably go, fuck, we should win some of those games. They're, they're winnable. Every game's winnable now. I yeah. think we're good enough. Yeah. Um, but certain games where you, you've got to get the job done you've against you know, like Adelaide and that respect to them, but you know, they're at a different point of their of their rebuild and, and system. So um anything else to add on, mate? No, mate. Uh just very excited for uh Friday night, mate. Very excited. Yep, send it, send them off, Pato. Uh, quickly quickly just don't forget to subscribe um we've been getting the last couple couple weeks have been fantastic people getting on board um there's obviously a good vibe around the club right now i think we're on almost we're nearing 300 subscribers which is um we, we thank you guys you know we, we enjoy doing this so yeah what are we on now pato 
Five away, mate. Five away. So uh, five, five more. Away. If we get if we get five by tonight, I'll be happy. <laughs> we get three hundred by next episode. We'll be very happy. But yeah, we just enjoy doing this. Um, you know, there's so many calm podcasts out there. There'd be there's oh, 10, 15 podcasts out there, and it's just great to see everyone's you know views. And you know, we like talking footy. We like we talk Carlton all day, every day. So we may as well share that with yeah. the, the rest of the fan base. So um, if you've got any you know comments or you want us to add anything to our shows, um, just just chuck a comment down below. So in the end, uh, send us send them off, Pato. Very well said, Daffy Boy. And as always, Daffy Boy and the baggers. Up oh, the baggers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh,